Hello everybody and welcome to Let's Talk Therapy. This is me, Rosemary Burns, and this is my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If this is your first time, um, well, thank you for tuning in, um, but you have a lot to listen to. Um, this is, I think we're on, ep- we're in the 40s when it comes to episodes um, so, and quickly approaching the 50, 50th episode mark, which I think is fantastic. So, um we keep adding listeners and I'm so very grateful. Um, you know, again, if this is your first time listening, the whole purpose of this podcast is to, um, educate and and give outreach, um, about mental health issues in general. And sometimes I throw in some fun things like, um, how a mental health issue is portrayed in uh, a video game or a movie. I did some series like that. Um, but uh, let's see, recently I, I did an episode about the Olympics, and then last time we just had an episode about um, the psychology of marketing. And in the upcoming weeks, um, I'm going to have one of my good friends, her name is Kelly, and she is going to come on the podcast and talk about foster care. Um, and that should be a very, very interesting, um, very... Uh, maybe difficult topic to talk about. I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing what she has to say about, um, about foster care. So, um, that is something to look forward to, but this episode, I thought it would be important to kind of, to talk about going back to school. Um, in, well, you probably know if you've listened to the previous episodes that I live in the Arkansas, uh, area and, uh, Arkansas goes back to school um, next week. Uh, most of most of the public schools go back next week. Some have already. Uh, I don't know if they're public schools, but some schools have already uh, started back this week. Um, and with everything going on in the world, uh, well, well, we'll keep it specifically to COVID. Um, with all of the continued um, growth in cases. Um, I thought it would be important to kind of revisit um, talking about COVID. Um, it's kind of sad because I remember when I first started this podcast, the, the early episodes were all about COVID because that's when uh, we first started having shutdowns, lockdowns. Um, we didn't know so much about, um, you know, does it is it transmitted on surfaces or is it just um, through... Um, air, air pass, passages. I don't know if air passages is the right way to say that, um, but, but I can't remember the term right now. Um, but anyhow, I, I think we've come a long way or it seemed like we've come a long way. And now you have, you know, in the news all over the place with different variants and whether the vaccine is, is working and effective enough to, um, to help with that. And, and there's so much information that it can become very overwhelming um, and, and it's just causing a whole lot of, of problems. And I, and I am going to throw this out there because I've said this before, I, I do not like politics. Um, this is not a political, um, this is not a political podcast, but I think one of the worst things, this is my opinion, I think one of the worst things that has has ever happened with uh, with COVID in general is how it has become politicized. Um, it, it's it's 
so frustrating. So frustrating because I think if it had never become politicized, um, I I think sure there would be some people who question, you know, um, CDC guidelines or the World Health Organization. Yes, of course, there's always going to be somebody who questions that kind of stuff. But do I think it would be on such a level as it is now? Uh, I really don't think so. Um, And I will say this. I I also think one of the, I mean, the whole mask thing. um, In in Arkansas, we have uh, some school boards that have decided despite the fact that Arkansas just tried to, or just passed a ban on mask mandates um, and then tried to, and then tried to reverse it and whatever. But um, I'm, I'm glad to see that some school, school boards or um, school districts have decided that they're going to still mandate masks, which, which I think is smart. Um, And so going back to one of the worst things that happened is, is for COVID is it becoming a political thing. Uh, I will say this. I think one of the worst things that ever happened was when president Trump got up and read the, the recommendations from the CDC about wearing masks and then said, well, I'm not going to wear it. And I think that's where it all started right there. Um, again, my opinion, but I think if he urged the public to all wear masks, we wouldn't be in the situation that we are now with with people arguing over mask wearing and, and whatever. Are there certain situations where a mask might not be helpful? Like if someone has, you know, asthma or something, that individual case-by-case basis, fine. But I don't think you would have the, the I don't think global is the right word, the, just the national division on mask versus no mask. And again, that's that's my opinion. That is just my opinion. Um, but, so let's get back to facts. Um, because facts are, facts are good. Um, people are still, or having a spike in increase in anxiety and depression um, because it's kind of like we're reliving um, or re-experiencing what we did back last, you know, last March in, in 2020 when everything started shutting down. Um, you know, it, it definitely can cause people to feel very discouraged, disheartened. Um, you know, the, the question of sending your kid to, to school, whether there is a mask mandate in the school district they go to or not. Um, you know, if maybe the child was homeschooled all last year, um, that, you know, that is called a virtual school all last year, that is possible. And so there's lots of changes. And we have talked before about how, um, serious changes and oftentimes, um, uh, I guess I'll say scary changes, um, can become very anxiety provoking, especially for children, um, where, you know, children, of course, have way less control over the situation that they're in. Um, you know, they usually go or have to go along with whatever their parents say. And, you know, parents, in turn, um, ha- might have to listen to what the school says. Um, of course, then they can make choices like, oh, well, okay, if they're going to mandate masks, well, I'm not sending my kid to school or vice versa. If they're not mandating masks, I'm not going to send my child to school. And so then the child is left with like, okay, what, you know, I don't really get a decision always. 
um, or input in the decision process, maybe. So again, um, it's kind of, like I said, can be kind of disheartening because we often, you know, a lot of people I have, uh, I have seen, I've heard, um, still experiencing a resurgence of anxiety symptoms, depression symptoms. I know I talked about depression and anxiety when, when COVID first hit, um, because it, you know, it's difficult to go into lockdown. It definitely was difficult to go into lockdown for a lot of people. Um, hopefully we don't have to go back into lockdown. Um, but you know, you read articles with, um, or news articles from, you know, with schools in other states that have already gone back and then, you know, 900 people are quarantined. Um, now again, rather quarantine than people getting super sick and dying. Um, you know, I, I definitely prefer that kind of number, that kind of statistic rather than the deaths. Um, but it still is a lot to take in. Um, I'm hoping that I, I will say this, um, my daughter goes to school. She she is a teenager. Um, she's in high school, and I, I will honestly say I think her school did a fantastic job last year. Um, at least from my perspective, the little that I know, I, I was not really in the building, really. Um, you know, so I, I really don't know really how the teachers did it. Uh, I know that they were given the option to do either virtual or in person. And last year my daughter did in person. And I remember saying to her, I give this till October and they're gonna have to shut the school back down. Um, and you know what, I was wrong and I'm okay to say that I was wrong. Um, I think they did such, I was very impressed. The school never had to shut down last year. They definitely had some, um, some times where students had to quarantine. Um, I think my daughter had to quarantine twice and thankfully she never had any symptoms um, and never tested positive for COVID. Um, and I hope that was the same for, for you know, all of the kids really. Um, but I will say, I mean, I was so happily surprised. Um, so I hope the same kind of things happen this year for her school and other schools um, that, you know, if, if they can if they can um, reduce or limit, minimize the amount of exposure or, or do what they need to so these kids can learn in a safe environment, I think that I'm all for that. I hope, this, again, my opinion, I hope that every school everywhere mandates masks. Um, I'll say this, um, I used to love the show called Mythbusters. Um, it was a, a really fun show. Um, I don't even, I can't even tell you the years that it was on TV, um, but it was two, you know, engineers and they, they would just test all kind. well, they were the main people, people in the, um, show. They had, um, assistants and stuff, of, of course, as well, but, um, they tested all kinds of, of myths. Um, and one of the myths that they taught was sneezing, like sneezing and coughing. If you cover your mouth and nose with your hand or, um, sneeze into like the bend of your elbow like which is a, the better way to stop germs and stuff from from spreading and I think everybody needs to watch this episode I really do um because they they definitely showed like just a sneeze and they they did slow caption 
photography and you can see the droplets and stuff in space and you're just like, ill, it's gross. <laughs> but, you know, I, I really think that people need to watch it because it, it you know, it definitely would be supportive of masks. Um, and so, um, yeah. Uh, well, I guess I shouldn't really say that, but from what they show on that, covering your nose and your mouth definitely reduces um, the spread of, of those germs and stuff like that. Um, I really think they weren't, they never did, like, is there a face covering? They really should come back and, and do that episode. Like, let's, let's test the same, let's revisit this myth, but do it with a mask instead of just the crook of your elbow. Um, they did find that when you sneeze or cough into your crook of your elbow instead of just straight out that yes it definitely helps reduce the amount of you know in uh, air water droplets what whatever they called it um in the air so so i think everybody should should try and find that episode and, and watch it i wish i could tell you what episode number it was but i really don't know um, I just remember seeing that um, and just thought it would be a really good um, example, um, visual visualization of how masks actually can help stop the spread of COVID. Um, one thing I, that, again, is also true that I noticed from last year is there was, when everybody was wearing masks, um, there was a, a great decrease in other respiratory illnesses like flu was way down um like bronchitis um sinus infections things like that were way down and so you know there's a benefit you know there definitely is a benefit i'm not saying that you necessarily have to wear masks all year round you know especially once we get through covid but hey if if it really helps decrease the spread of, of infectious diseases and stuff, even the common cold, why would you not want to wear a mask? A again, aside, as long as you don't have any, you know, asthma, uh, PTSD type stuff, you know, individual differences, I always say that. Um, but the vast majority, the vast majority, why would you not want to wear a mask? Um, and again, I don't want to hear, oh, well, it's my freedom, nah, nah let's talk common sense. Common sense is if something helps with that, then you should do it. Um, imagine, so if we're reducing the amount of flu or bronchitis or other respiratory infections and stuff, think of all the money that saves on healthcare. Uh, now I have heard, and I, don't, I do not know this for a fact, but I have heard that if you do get COVID and you have to be in hospital, I mean, I have seen hospital bills, not for COVID, but I have seen hospital bills in my lifetime. And it's ridiculous how expensive it is. I mean, astronomical. So can you imagine how much money that would save on healthcare if, if we can reduce, you know, if we can re reduce the that kind of you know the need for emergent care and stuff like that because we're doing something proactive like wearing masks or we're doing something preventative like wear masks um i just think you know and and if you save money on health care that's just good for our country um 
that's just what I think about that. So it's just a way to um, th think about the situation, whether you're happy or not happy about having to wear masks. Um, I think of it from a scientific perspective um, for the greater good of everybody. Um, you know, I, I honestly think wearing a mask is a minor inconvenience unless you're an outlier, which we talked about, but it is a minor inconvenience if it helps keep young kids safe, babies safe, um, you know, people who can't be vaccinated, if it helps keep them safe, then I'm all for it. So that's my spiel on masks um, and really brought it up because a lot of people are having a hard time with having to adjust or accept, um, you know, changes and adjustments in going back to school. Um, I hope that it's a great year. Um, I hope that kids can learn well. I, I, I pray for the teachers and school administrators. I've been praying for frontline workers, medical staff, um, and um, I, I even pray for myself and other therapists because um, they're, they're definitely, I've said this in many episodes, there definitely has been an uptick in mental health issues and concerns since COVID happened. Um, and I don't know if there's been, you know, more outreach, more education, um, more willingness to go get help, um, or if there's just more people with more symptoms. I really don't know. Um, I will speak for myself. Um, I, so I've been in private practice probably... 10 years, so about half of my career, and um, I, I've never had a waiting list. Um, you know, a waiting list, of people waiting to get in to see me. Um, and I've had a waiting list for, for a number of months now, and I know I'm not the only one, at least in my area. I mean, I definitely I have friends who are therapists, and they are full. Um, and so there, there's definitely a demand for therapists. So here's, here's a call out. If you've, if you've ever thought about wanting to have a career in mental health, counseling, social work, um, anything like that, um, psychology, um, yeah, it, it, we can really use you, at least in Arkansas right now. Um, th that, would be, that would be great. Um, th yeah, there's definitely a demand and a need down here. Um, yeah because it, I think, I don't know, I, I won't speak for other therapists, but I know for myself, having to tell somebody who calls, like, hey, like, I have a waiting list, I can't see you right now, is it, like, doesn't feel good. I know it's something that has to be done, because, you know, therapists, yes, have limits and boundaries, on, and, you know, there's only, there's a finite amount of hours in a day that you could see somebody, you know, and during the week, um, with, you know, without compromising your own, health uh, and we've talked lots about self-care um but you know when when you're hearing that you know five of my close friends who are also therapists and they're all full too that's you know that it's that's a little weird i think um so yeah if you're if you're very interested in in doing that kind of career um, seriously look into it. I know I have heard recently that um, because there's such a shortage of like nurses, it, like medical frontline medical workers, that they're start like they're licensing 
um, students on like a provisional level so that they can help in hospitals and stuff like that. Um, wow. I mean, I, I mean, I'm thankful for that because if we need the workers, we need the workers. But I also think, okay, society, we need to do our, our part to help so that these frontline workers, um, you know, can function well, you know, can, can function okay um, with everything still going on. So that's my spiel for today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, I, and I, I hope and pray that everybody, if you have kids going back to school, um, that they have a safe year, a, a successful year. Um, if you're a teacher, God bless you. And I, I wish you the same to have a, a wonderful year, um, and a safe year. And like I said, upcoming, we're, we'll have some more guests coming on. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to um, for you all to, to listen again. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed week. <laughs>